we have a great show for you today. We are super excited to introduce the newest podcast on the HR Happy Hour Network, HR Means Business, with host our friend Mervyn Dinan. Before we welcome Mervyn to this show to talk about HR Means Business, I want to thank our friends at Paychex, one of the leading providers of HR, payroll, retirement, and insurance solutions for businesses of all sizes. As you reevaluate your benefits offerings this fall, don't overlook the advantage of having the right 401k plan. Having the right plan not only can help with employee retention, but can truly serve as a talent magnet for your business. You can discover how offering a 401k plan can play a vital role in keeping your business competitive and how you can find the plan for you and your employees. You can visit paychecks.com slash AWIA and download Paychecks free guide to 401k planning today. That's paychecks.com slash A-W-I-A. And thank you to our friends at Paychex. All right, let's welcome our friend Mervyn Dinan to the show. Mervyn is an analyst, influencer, author, and commentator on HR, talent, and work tech trends. Based in London, he partners with HR and recruitment technology businesses to research and create thought leadership reports that document the emerging trends impacting the hiring, retention, development, and engagement of talent. He is an international keynote speaker and for the last four years has been recognized as a top 100 global influencer in HR technology. And his second book, Digital Talent, was published in March of 2022. Mervyn, welcome to the show and welcome to the HR Happy Hour Network. How are you today? Thank you, Steve. It's an absolute pleasure to be here. And uh, no, I'm feeling good today. Very happy. Uh, the sun is shining. It's cold in London, but the sun is shining. It's uh, well. That's excellent. It's lovely to see you. And it was great to see you just uh, as we record this about two odd weeks ago at the HR Tech Conference out in Las Vegas, which fortunately you were able to attend. And that was fantastic. So I, I guess my first question, Mervyn, just to kind of get our listeners up to date, some of which, even though you're well known in industry circles for many years now, there might be some folks who don't know you. Maybe give us a little bit of an update on maybe what you've been up to the last couple of years throughout the pandemic where you were able to come to the U.S. this year, but probably there were a couple of years where you were pretty much, uh, like most of us, uh, you know, stuck back at home working out of the home office. Indeed, I was. Indeed, I was, Steve. Um, I suppose the last couple of years for me, well, firstly, have been about the second book, um, doing the research, the interviews for that, Digital Talent. It was published in uh, March of this year, uh, and looking at how the, the attraction, hiring, retention, development of people uh, changes in a world of digital transformation. Uh, it was quite interesting. So if, if I indulge myself for a moment, uh, because uh, the book was probably at least a third written uh, and then the pandemic hit and kind of it, everything changed uh, because, you know, kind of re remote working, for example, wasn't something we were writing about. Um, and so it was we need to take stock and actually look at the trend, see what was happening. And I suppose identify what might stay long term and what was going to be a short term fix. Um, and I think that, you know, what what I, I noticed from the research we we're doing what was this kind of accelerated digital transformation. Um, it was accelerating, but the pandemic obviously has increased that. Um, and so that's what we were kind of writing about uh, and, and how, I suppose, for a remote world or for a remote uh, hybrid, flexible, asynchronous world, um, you know, the, the things like employee experience, things like, you know, hiring, candidate experience, um, onboarding, how how that plays out. Um, and I think that, 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 you know, there were a number of things, number of case studies, and uh, I enjoyed that. So that took up a lot of time. 
there was uh, quite a bit of research uh, into that we did into areas like Canada Experience, did reports, sponsor reports in in in, in that area, uh, talent mobility, learning and development, looking at uh, particularly kind of learning tech tools. Were employees, were our people getting the support they needed? Were they getting the access to learning they needed uh, whilst working remotely? So it, it was an interesting time. And I think for me, looking forward to the podcast, jumping ahead of the question you haven't asked me yet, uh, it just shows, I think, the importance of HR. As, as, the, as, as the general business world develops, transforms, changes, and, and has to respond quickly to outside events, yeah, HR has a key role in it. Yeah, Mervyn, thank you for that. And I think you're right. And it seems sometimes I feel like it can be a little cliche to say things like, oh, you know, technology is disrupting every workplace. Work is so different now. Work will never be the same again. We, But we have to be careful to not get too jaded, right? If folks who spend a lot of time in this space to think, well, it's actually kind of really true. And maybe it required this awful pandemic over the last couple of years to to push that idea. So, you know, that's not really a cliche. That's This is a real thing that's happening. These workplaces are being disrupted. People's jobs are changing. The way we think about work, uh, we're working on a project right now. And one of the elements of it, I'm really digging into this whole uh, the idea of the great reevaluation, sometimes it's called here, maybe it's as well in the UK, where folks use the pandemic to really reconsider the role of work in their lives and maybe the relative importance of work in their lives compared to the other parts of their lives, right? And, and it took this global crisis and a health crisis, right, to, to make people do that. So yeah, everything's changing and it's changing so rapidly. It's it's really interesting to be uh, both an observer and an analyst and a thought leader in the space uh, as you are, which is uh, which is fantastic. You, I mean, you touched on so many different areas, right, of the world of work that yeah. you've you, yeah. you got your, your, your fingers into, which is exciting. Yeah, no, I love it. I, I love kind of you know, looking at the work of work, world of work, talking about it, researching it, and kind of seeing, I suppose, what is you know what what trends are um, likely to stay and likely to lead to some form of change, and others that that, that probably won't. It's just a a fad. Um, and I think that, that that one of the expressions, and I'm hopefully at some stage we'll have an episode on on kind of HR in the world of, of hashtag outrage, um, is Ooh, the constant. Like constant digital narrative, you know, hashtag great resignation, hashtag great rehiring, hashtag quiet quitting, hashtag loud quitting, hashtag returning retirees. I didn't even think of that one. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. um, And it's kind of, you know, how to make sense of all this, you know, is this this, just somebody trying to sell a concept or a solution or is this something really happening that, that we have to actually in our own businesses explore what are the reasons for it? Why are people disengaged? Um, yeah. So it's kind of exciting. Yeah, it is exciting, Mervin. And what also is exciting for us, very speaking very selfishly, and, and our team, Trish, Trish, myself, everybody on our network team, is that uh, you know, part of why we're here today is to introduce Mervin to our broader audience and also introduce the new show, HR Means Business, which will be our latest podcast on the HR Happy Hour Podcast Network, hosted by our friend Mervin, who we're chatting to today. First off, Mervin, maybe tell us a little bit about... Um, the concept, the idea of HR means business. By the way, I love the name, and I'm I'm actually glad and surprised no one else had taken that in the burgeoning podcast space over the last uh, ten years or so. So uh, maybe give us a little bit of your thoughts around what you're what you're trying to do with HR means business. 
I will do. And like you, I was surprised that it was available. Um, I suppose there are two sides to HR means business. One that I've, I've kind of covered, which is the, the, the you know, a, the business world you know, needs HR. You know, it, it, it's kind of without HR, and particularly with a lot of the stuff that, that, that we're facing now. And, you know, the constant, I mean, it, it, just an example, kind of, you know, I'm talking to you as in the UK in the last four days, we've had some kind of fi- financial crisis, you know, it's kind of, and, and suddenly businesses are, are, you know, rising costs and everything and, and the cost I of borrowing. something about rising. that. I confess to not yeah. really understanding what it was really yeah. about, but I did hear about that. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, you know, suddenly, you know, to me, HR's in the firing line there because, you know, employees want to know what their future is. Uh, you know, leaders in the business and managers want to say, well, well, how, how are we going to structure for this? How are we going to do that? And so HR's there. So, I mean, it, it's without HR, there isn't really a business. And, and the other side of that is, is HR means business, I suppose, in a, in a, a, a British sense means, you know, it, it's, it's, it's got purpose. It's kind of, you know, it, they mean business. They're, they're, they're getting things right. They're getting things done. Um, and they're making sure that everything is running smooth, smoothly. So those are the kind of things that I kind of, I wanted to put across as opposed to this isn't a nice to have, this is you, you don't have a business without it kind of thing. So it's, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm excited. I'm looking forward to speaking to people, hopefully giving maybe a bit of a, a kind of, you know, a, a UK, a, a European uh, a, take on um, I love that. some of the yeah, we, we discuss all the we time. We definitely could use that on our network as well. We do tend to, as many things happen in the US, as you're well aware, I'm sure, Mervyn, like you do tend to look at the world through a very uh, provincial lens, right? I'll, I'll admit to yeah. being guilty of that you know, throughout. We've been doing the podcast for a long time and you know, we we do tend to focus insular, insularly. I'm not sure that's a word, but uh, you know that. Yeah. yeah. So I yeah, love yeah, that yeah. perspective you could bring. Uh, that that UK perspective, the European perspective, and just you 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 can look even you can look at things if you're talking if you have guests on who are based here in the US, but you can kind of bring a different point of view perhaps to to the folks you talk to here. Yeah. Oh, definitely. I mean, I'm looking forward to doing that, and and also seeing how I suppose it, there could be trends happening here which 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 haven't happened in the us yet so there's a lot of talk here to do with productivity uh there's this expression productivity paranoia doing the rounds uh kind of you know for those kind of remote hybrid flexible asynchronous workers it's kind of you know employees think they've never worked harder and, and managers and leaders think that, that they're not being productive um and, and it's kind of it's it's how we deal with that and and, and ah, kind of a lack sure. of connection lack of connection with remote working and uh, personally i think one of the big topics would be well-being i think that it's been a health pandemic and i think that has, has possibly brought to the fore for individuals kind of exactly what i suppose their well-being and health and their mental well-being means to them and how it relates to the world of work um and i think kind of over the next two or three years this is going to be one of the big uh one of the big topics one of the big talking points and yeah, it, it, it would not be to me, it would not surprise me if, you know, during interviews, you know, an interview question is, how will you support me if I need help? Yeah, I think that's a great I think candidates asking questions like that will become much more common for sure. If it's not already happening. Yeah. It's so fascinating. We don't have time to do it today. Maybe we'll do it on another no. show later on. We'll have you back on, on the Happy Hour Network just to talk. But uh, I, I'm doing a, some other work involving looking at, quote unquote, I, I'll say it, Gen Z, right? Because now we're done with the millennials, I suppose. Yes. yes. What, what what some research is showing about 
what they're looking for in, in a job, what they're, how they're evaluating prospective employers, the things that they care about, you know, in order to retain, you know, at a current job. And you really get into things like well-being support, place in the community, um, values alignment. And I have to tell you, Mervin, you and me are probably of similar age. I don't think I ever once thought of values alignment, you know, as I was thinking about where to work as I was coming through my career. I don't, yeah. I'm not sure I even understood what that meant back then, but today yeah. a 23 or 25 year old is really considering something like that in making their, yeah. his or her decisions around work. It's fascinating. Definitely. Definitely. And it's uh, no, it's never, it's never crossed my mind either. Except right, well, when I except when I was joining your network. Yes. Now, now you think about it, of course. And we're so glad you've joined the network. So uh, this is meant to be, again, just a preview. Introduce Mervin to our audience. HR Means Business will run right here on the HR Happy Hour Media Network. So if you're subscribed already to the HR Happy Hour Media Network, the HR, HR Means Business shows will just show up in your feed. You know, uh, once a month or so, something like that, we'll figure it out, but they'll be right in your feed. If you're not yet subscribed and you just happen to be listening listening to this show, you're a friend and a fan of Mervyn's, please do subscribe and you'll get all the shows in the network feed. Of course, the At Work in America show, uh, uh, Madeline Lorano's show, George LaRock's show, Sarah Morgan's show, and now Mervyn Dennis' show. The network's growing. It's so exciting, but we are super thrilled for HR Means Business with host Mervyn Dinan to start very soon on the HR Happy Hour Media Network. Mervyn, thank you. And on behalf of Trish McFarland and myself, thank you for joining us on the network. And thank you for joining us today. Uh, it's a pleasure. It's a pleasure, Steve. And I can't, I can't wait to get cracking. I can't, I can't wait to post my first podcast. All right. We can't wait either, Mervin. Thank you so much. That's Mervin Denon, the new host of HR Means Business on the HR Happy Hour Media Network. We want to thank him once again and thank our friends at Paychex, of course, for all their support. You can subscribe and listen to all the shows, hrhappyhour.net or wherever you get your podcasts. My name is Steve Bose. Thank you so much for listening today and we will see you next time. And bye for now.